Show Podcast. Hello to each and every one of you. From the Back Alley Comedy Club, Fear Bunker Studio. Feels so good. My robins have fledged. That's right. There's there's five little robin chickadees bouncing around my nature preserve. Do you say preserve or reserve? I don't know. Of a backyard. I'm hoping to God we don't have a uh, attack of avian bird flu. Have you heard that one? They said uh, you should ditch the bird feeders in your backyard because avian bird flu is the next thing that will kill us. And I, I would sneer at that if, you know, COVID hadn't like happened that killed the world. So now I'm like, oh. Shit, are you telling me my backyard could be the... uh, There is a ugly Armenian man's backyard where we suspect the latest uh, pandemic started. They say that if uh, if you notice a bunch of dead birds around your yard, that there's like... uh, that's a pretty good indicator that you've got trouble. Uh, your, uh, Jason Mays, he uh, he said he, that he did that. Oh, no, oh, I get it. He's saying, I did that. I think he's saying, I did that. Referencing Joe Biden. Joe Biden did that? Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying you actually did get rid of the bird feeder? I can't tell when it's written down on the chat. Uh, Chronic Mayhem, Corey, says one million Americans are dead from COVID. You know, it's interesting because it seems like that keeps being referenced. Like uh, two weeks ago, they were like, there's a million people that have died. We've hit a grim milestone. I was like, "Ah, well, you know, all right. And then like five days later, I turned on the news and said, we have hit a grim milestone. And then today, they're saying, uh, the White House is saying there is a, uh, flags will be at half staff because we have hit a grim milestone. I'm like, oh, wait, well, can you guys get your shit together here? See, it's all fake. The whole thing is fake. Now, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Uh, Jason says, that's going to be you, Eric Zane, when the pandemic starts. The next one. I did that. All right. Um, yeah, I expect a lot of that today. A lot of this ridiculousness from my brain. It's, uh, it's another ADHD day, but I, I feel great. I know I look great. It's going to be 90 degrees today. It is just spectacular. The swing in temperature change here in the great state of Michigan, here in the peninsula where, you know, I mean, we went from a cool spring to debilitating heat. That is incredible. Uh, 90, but feels like 97 because it has been humidity. 
A lot of high humidity. So that just is, uh, I, I am, but I'm not complaining, you know? I just, I'm just kind of like uh, taking it all in. It, it's just weird to go, to walk outside and, and be like, okay, dogs can't take walks. They, they just won't have it. So, you know, that's kind of where we're at right now. Incredible how quickly that turned on us. As you know, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. I have something I want to share with you. A little audio show and tell. Uh, you know, hmm. I can play it for you. This is from, uh, ooh, I just realized something. For a second there, I didn't even have anything recording the show. Oh, God, that'd be terrible. I have a little audio show and tell because yesterday, back on the radio, Doing the huge show is live across Michigan. This is how uh, the show started. Now at one 838 If the show suddenly gets muted on any of the sources that you're enjoying it on right now, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, it's because this song, the intro song is playing it and their algorithms recognize it. And uh, it's muting me. Uh, you know, sure, you can go ahead and, and hang yourself on social media. But if I play any bit of, uh, of a song that's copywritten, I'm, I'm blocked. And, and they, they, they cut me off like Alex Jones. That's one 838 4843 You ready? Yes. Now, let's go to the auto value bumper to bumper. Why does this chick sound so horny? Now. She's like wet. Part studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. Thank you very much, Mr. Simonson. It's uh, the huge show. Welcome to the only show where we tell it like it is. Huge opinions, big name guests. Girls, Bill Simonson. Did I mention we have big name guests? I'm your host, Bill Simonson. All across the state of Michigan, 19 great radio stations. Bringing you the huge show. Love this song. Did I mention that we're all across Michigan? 866-838-HUGE. All right, I can't, I can't do that anymore. Uh, this is Eric Zane filling in for the one, the only Bill Simonson. On. Uh, eventually, I'm going to uh, post that all and you can uh, check it out at your leisure. It was. Uh, it, it's interesting because you start talking and. Every mic, every room sounds different. I mean, like this room compared to what they have there. Um, it sounds super processed. In my opinion, too processed. They put so much juice behind the uh, voice, the, the technical elements of it, that 
to me, it doesn't sound natural. It's, it's just, I don't know, something about it. And it, it throws me off. So I start the show and I've got all these instruments in front of me that are telling me, uh, you know, it, like a, they're called VU meters in the, in, the, in the green, yellow, red. And you go into the red and then this little thing lights up. It says overload, overload, overload. And uh, then after the first segment, which I listened back to it. Okay. Okay. Now, first, hold on. Let me back up. The first segment of the show ends and Brett comes in. He goes, hey, the engineer just texted. And uh, he says you're too hot on the mic. It's, it's, it's like causing trouble. It's, it's terrible. It's the worst thing ever. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, boy, I didn't know. I just turned it up and uh, went for it. So then I like uh, back the mic down a little. And then uh, I get a text or uh, Brett gets a text. He's like, oh, hey, man, you're way too low. You got to you gotta give it more juice. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm right away reminded of of how fucked up it can be already people are chiming in telling me what the fuck to do so i'm like yeah hey brett why don't you tell all of those people to fuck off god he laughs thank god he doesn't do that I listen back to it and it sounds fine. It's perfect. You see, they spend a lot of money on pieces of equipment that if your voice is, is too, uh, too hot, as they say, this piece of equipment like puts it down. And if it's too low, we too low. I see you, great Gabagool. Holy fook, it, it picks it up. So I'm like, well, you you pay for all this shit. Don't don't come to me. I'm just talking. It's it's you know it'll it will do its job. Gates compressions. Corey knows a thing or two about this. Plus, I have a now on, on this on this racket here when I am ba- banging the zenith. That is this this piece of equipment, okay? But still, uh, though they have the same thing there, on, on the, when I'm listening back to it, I'm like, God, it's too... It's like I'm fucking Darth Vader, you know? So, we're leading up to do this show yesterday. And uh, Brett comes up and he goes, Hey, big news, Eric Zane. I go, what is it? He says, the Detroit Tigers are playing a day game today on 96.1, which is the flagship of Bill's network. And uh, I go, okay, so uh, we won't be on 96.1. He goes, no, you're going to be on all the other radio stations, but not on 96.1. I said, oh, okay. Did not know that, but uh, no big deal. I don't care. Um, 
as I'm getting ready to start the show minutes before I, uh, I go live on Facebook. And, uh, like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to listen to me on the huge show in Grand Rapids, Michigan, you have to download the iHeartRadio app and then find uh, 96.1 The Game and listen on the app. Because we won't be on the radio because of a Tigers game. And then that's it. I make this big announcement on, on Facebook and Twitter and spread the word in case anybody wants to listen. As we're getting closer to the top of the start of, to the uh, start of the show, top of the hour, I go, I just had a sneaking suspicion that that was not true. I said, hey, uh, are you sure there's a Tigers game today? And I don't know what was eating at me. Probably because the day before they did a, a doubleheader, uh, a day a day evening doubleheader. Uh, and and uh, he goes, his answer when I said, hey, are you sure? He goes, well, uh, I think so. Kind of. And I'm like, well, that's not nearly as assured as you were the first time you told me this. That seems like you don't know. I do a little bit of research, 10 seconds, which is probably what I should have done the first time he said it. And sure as shit, they start at 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. I will be on 96.1 in Grand Rapids. I'm like, well, what the fuck? So that's that was embarrassing. Comedy of errors. My first guest was a gentleman by the name of... Uh, Nate Smith, who is the head football coach for the West Michigan Ironmen. And uh, I brought, you know, I said to Michael, yeah, if you can just uh, get to the lobby of the building, downtown Grand Rapids at uh, 2.50. We'll feature you. We'll start uh, dealing you into the show a little bit after three and then just chit-chat, talk the Lions. The guy knows a lot about football and you know, hang out, have a good time, and then we'll promote the West Michigan Ironman. This is easy. He's five minutes late. I'm getting, I'm putting out the fire of the false information, the uh, uh, false flag that Brett made me put out. It's all Brett's fault. And I'm like, Nate, uh, where are you? And he texts me. He goes, I don't know where I am. And I'm like, do you have Alzheimer's? Do you have a stroke or something? Are you wandering around like a like a like an old man in the street who 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 lost his way from the old folks' home? Uh, so then I, I I give up texting. I call him. I go. He goes, "Hey, where am I?" I go, "I don't know." I go, "What do you see around you?" He says, "Uh, AC O AC Hotel." I go, "Well." That's several blocks from where you need to be. How did you manage this? You know, most people just put 77 Monroe Center and they follow the blue line. That is, that is, you know. And he goes, well, uh, okay. Anyway, I'm here. I go, well, yeah, that's, that's like by my first radio station in town here. The AC Hotel it used to be TGI Fridays. Now you got to walk. He goes, uh, do I, should I drive? I go, eh. No, not necessarily. You can, you can make it. He goes, uh, well, I, you know, I go, do you have a thing on your phone called maps? Yeah, but I don't, I got to walk and I don't know how to click it to, you know how, like when you put an address in and you're, you know, just a few blocks away from someplace, let's say in a city or something like that. 
And uh, and there's the little icon of the man walking. You just hit that. And it does you, instead of the solid blue line, it does you the dotted line to indicate your steps. This is so simple. And he goes, I, I don't know how to do that. I go, you don't know how to do that. It, I go, you you put the address in and you you click the thing and then that you hit go. I go, and I said, I, I, Nate, I can't help you. I, 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 you're going to die. <laughs> I go, if I see you, I see you. If you get to the lobby, call. And then I heard, did, 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 time to start the show. And uh, so I'm doing that, uh, I'm doing that first segment and then the phone buzzes and it's him. I, and I actually, you'll hear me, you would hear me on the thing say, hey, he's here. Can you go get him? I'll hold down the fort and talk to these people. I'm like, of course it starts like that. Of course it does. But it went off without a hitch. There's a couple of, you know, minor tech things that I, I occasionally I would like I hit up a piece of the controls to, to fire the commercials or something like that. And I don't have it. I don't have it potted up like I'm supposed to running a very loose, sloppy board, something I hadn't, I haven't done in years, but, uh, was at the controls and it was fun. I loved that. I had so much fun doing that. I can't wait to go back on again today. On the huge show across Michigan is the only show. We got huge opinions. We tell it like it is and whatever the fuck. Uh, the general manager of the radio station or the market manager, as he's known. This is how it goes in radio. It used to be the general manager of the radio station. Okay. Uh, and then it was general manager of the cluster. And then it was general manager of the market. And then it was, yeah, market manager. And then it was regional manager. And then it was multi-state manager. So, you know, these people that run radio stations, what was one guy running one radio station 20 years ago? Now one guy runs 90 radio stations. I see him. He comes walking and I go, Tim, how are you? He goes, uh-oh, this is going to be spectacular. I go, you're damn right. It's going to be spectacular. You're going to love this. He goes, uh, and so, you know, th this is what they do. They'll listen. They're all listening, but they don't dare say anything because if they say something, whether it's, if it's bad, they're afraid it's going to be worse. If it's good, they're afraid that any communication about what they're hearing is going to somehow make it bad. Very finicky bunch of people. Okay. So, but, um, you know, all in all, man, I, I, it was, it's nice being back in a radio station doing a talk show. It's, it's just, it's, uh, here's the difference. Um, the long two hours of talking that I'm doing here now, um, that has kind of gotten me really almost like overqualified. I hate to say it. It's, that's a very braggy thing to say, but if you think about it, now I have to go on there and talk for, you know, 10 minutes and then play a bunch of commercials and come back and do it again. And I'm like, fuck, this is easy. This is absolutely easy. I was a little worried that I, I might swear because I get so loosey-goosey. But, uh, you know, it, it, as soon as I started talking, I was like, well, that's, this is not going to be a problem. I could just sense it, that it was, uh, you know, 
you know, I, I talked about how I, I get so used to swearing on my podcast. Will I feel so unbelievably comfortable that I stop, start dropping F-bombs? But not at all. It was fun. I loved it. No pressure whatsoever. That's, that's what made it fun, you know? Uh, the last, uh, last show I was on, thank you, Melissa, uh, on BBL, you know, it was intense pressure, you know? trying to get your ratings and uh, Ben and I were, were fighting for a period of time and it was, it was terrible. And then you had just, I don't know, it was just kind of wonky. I enjoyed, I, I, I look back fondly on the hard work that we did and what we accomplished, but it was just tough, you know, but thanks to Bill for letting me do that. And the folks at the Michigan sports network, that is the name of the organization that, uh, puts that show on thank you um who's why con rob you seem so comfortable and in your element yesterday it was awesome thank you i appreciate that chronic mayhem Corey says and then you with kyle being found out as a pedophile that did slow us down a little bit i'm not gonna lie six shows in hey uh this guy's a convicted felon. What? I go walking in the office. Hey, uh, are you a convicted felon? Did you, did you, do you have that look, the, the blood rushing out of the, out of the face? Yeah, I, I'm thinking that's going to take some steam out of what we're trying to do here. I'm thinking that the plan going forward is a little bit compromised being that uh, you're a convicted felon and you lied on the application. That's, that's a little weird. That might be a red flag. Can you maybe talk me through this one? I'm a bit confused. I feel like I've been duped. All right. So loved it. And back on again today. I actually watched a basketball game last night. And I actually enjoyed it. I haven't watched a basketball game in years. But I was like, you know... I should probably pay attention a little uh, just out of respect for the format and Bill and the audience. So I sat down and I'm watching, uh, hold on here, the Celtics at home against the Bucks. And man, I love that shit. That sounded like Kevin. That was great. I'm going to keep watching. The Celtics were up, uh, and they looked to be about ready to take off at the end of the third quarter for those few of you that watched it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a lot of you do watch this shit. Do you guys watch the NBA? And uh, they they led, well, by the time I started watching it, they went on a, a tear in the third quarter, and then that continued in the fourth quarter, and then back in the last few minutes of the fourth quarter, the Bucks came on strong, and they ended up, taking the lead with just a handful of seconds left for the first time since early in the game, and they ended up stealing one. 
two incredible defensive stops by some guy who wears a shirt. I forget his name, but it was sweet. And then uh, in the late game, the Memphis Grizzlies with no Ja Morant kicked the shit out of Golden State. That was impressive. Uh, that is a reference, Great Gabagool. Basketball is my favorite game. I play this game because I ain't lame. What was that guy's name? Wiz something? All right. Yeah, that was dramatic. For you folks that are enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, it's time for you to go. Thank you so much for enjoying the intro, the open of the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you want more, it's on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Go there on your desktop, laptop, or download the app. That's what a lot of people do. They download the Twitch app. And then you just search Eric Zane Live, all one word. There I am. You can pick right up where we're leaving off right now. Follow it once you get there. If you follow it, then you'll know and uh, also engage the uh, notifications. You'll know when I go live. Otherwise, download the audio podcast. It will be made available as soon as I get done with this show today. So thank you so much. And I say goodbye to you now. Okay. Think we're alone now. I don't have any water in here. I think we're alone now. All right. Now, as you know, Twitch is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They also sponsor Facebook, facebook.com. Slash Eric Zane fan page. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT at Eric Zane Show. Please follow on Twitter. And then, of course, the almighty YouTube Frank the Tank Fuss. Buyinsuranceherecom A licensed independent insurance agent slash broker sponsors the YouTube channel. Subscribe and hit the bell notification. Uh, yesterday at the YMCA, it was... Uh, well, I had help, and then I was betrayed. I think I'll start by showing you the betrayal. Team Knuckle Dragger. That would be Andy and Brian. They even made their own t-shirts and gave me one. Uh, they were at the gym. And uh, we now have a system, as I am an honorary member of Team Knuckle Dragger. Uh, they said, hey, we're wearing the Knuckle Dragger t-shirts on Wednesday. So I wore my t-shirt. So all three of us have the same t-shirt. And then at the end of the workout, at the end of the day, they decide on a wardrobe, these two. They say, hey, for tomorrow's workout, red top, black shorts. And now that would mean Andy, Brian, and me have to have to wear the same gear. Yes, it's that gay of an endeavor. 
but that's what we do. So it might be blue top, black shorts, blue top, gray shorts, but we figure out the wardrobe when for the next day's workout. Yesterday, I show up there after doing the huge show. I've got my team knuckle dragger shirt on. Uh, Andy, Brian are there. And another dude named Cecil, who actually subscribes to the Patreon and listens to the show. Cecil's there doing deadlifts. I have no idea this is happening. This is Cecil right here. And this is what Andy of Team Knuckle Dragger did to your old pal Eric Zane. He's, he just sent me this. So, dude, I got a question for you. Yeah. Why are you grinding so hard? I mean, dude, you're hitting that hard. What's up with that? I don't look like that. He points to me on a treadmill. Like that? Oh, I get it, dude. Holy crap. Well, I'll tell you what. Keep working Fucking hard, assholes. Because, whoa. Okay. First of all, what a, what a bunch of assholes. What a setup. Second of all, I can I, I I never see myself run because you know I, I don't have a mirror. And uh I look like such a piece of shit here as I'm running. Look at that. I look I, I run like I've got a stick up my ass. You mean the guy like that? Oh I get it, dude. Holy crap. And then look at all that jiggle. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Keep working hard, dude, because, whoa. I want to actually look fit. <laughs> oh, dicks. Okay. <laughs> uh, Brady Fan 1989 says, tits bouncing, LOL. Savage Sack Lunch says, an amazing gazelle pregnant. Aram says, that's hurtful. And then says, is that proper running form? Oh, I felt like I was running. Corey says, very stiff form. Kate says, I have sports bras. Do you need one? Oh. Amanda says, you do run funny. Kenny says, that was more than an elbow. Aram calls it a knifing. That's so funny. James in Granville loves it. Corey says, look how far you stick your chest out. My God. It's not all bad, though. I've been talking with you about how my goal is to bench press 200 pounds by summer, which I guess is like, what, June 21? And uh, I've been hovering around 190. I've never, I've never gotten past 190. 
Andy from Team Knuckle Dragger said, I noticed Eric Zane that when you're, and by the way, I just was reminded of this because I said Eric Zane, Kyle from Dumpster Divers is moved to tomorrow. He says, Eric Zane, uh, I, got, I got a couple of things going, Eric Zane. Can't make it. Um, Andy from Team Knuckle Dragger, whenever he would spot me when I'm trying to do this bench press, heavy weight for me, he said like, the last inch and a half off of my chest. He says, I'll be lowering it down. And then like the last inch and a half, it'll get down to my chest and almost like drop. And then it, I can't get it off my chest. Okay. There's a lot of jokes there. What I'm saying. I know, but just stay focused here. So I go, okay. So what he goes, well, you know, I do that too. And, uh, you know, an extra inch and a half isn't going to make or break anything. So what I want you to do, Eric Zane, is bring it down and practice stopping about an inch and a half, two inches above your chest, and then go get it, lift, do the weight, and if slowly but surely you will uh, you will acquire the stability to bring it all the way down. Okay, that's going to take a little time, but you know you're if you drop it like that and then you can't get the weight up. You're also risking injury. You're old as shit. So, you know, I mean, it, it's okay. I go, all right. So so he says, this is what I want to do. I'm going to give you the fist. And I go, what? He goes, yeah, I'm going to put my fist on your chest and then lower the weight down. And when you hit my fist, power it up. Okay? And I said, okay, let's try that. So then I started practicing that way. So it looks weird because I got Brian from Team Knuckle Dragger spotting me. And Andy's got his fist on my chest, like kneeling. So it looks like I it looks like make a wish weightlifting is what it looks like. Okay, what are the like a this is the type of thing where you know at the occasionally you'll see the kid with Down syndrome uh, on the basketball court. And the other team, you know, lets them score. And the kid goes, yeah. And the whole day, they rush the court. This is the equivalent of that, it appears. But not really. Because I am lifting the weight. But I, I give you all that background because, you know, just so you know when you see what I'm about to show you, you won't be like, oh, that's bullshit. So I'm lifting. And uh, I go, so, all right when do I try to max out? And they go, all right, you, how much have you lifted? I go, well, I'm going to put a 175 on there right now. And uh, so they spotted me and I lifted it up. No problem. They go, okay, you're ready. Go for it right now. Put 20 pounds on here and try to break your record. 190 is where I'm stuck at. So put 195 on there. I got the fist on my chest. Brian standing over me in case I lose it. I bring it down and boom, right up. I'm like, yes, yes, gains. Isn't that what you muscle heads call them? Gains. So now I'm at 195. 195. I get done with that and Brian says, it was too easy. You need to put 200 Actually, Andy says, you need to put 200 pounds on there. And Brian says, no, no, no. You need to put 205 on there. You really got that up. You got it up, Eric Zane. 
go. All right. I am going to put 205 on the bar. Kate says, guess I'm out. What, what does that mean? Were you guys betting on me? Was there were there some inside was there were there inside bets made on your old pal Eric Zane? <laughs> All right. So here's the video. 205. That's me, obviously. Above me is Brian. This is Andy. Yes, I'm wearing two different colored socks. Yes, it looks like Andy has shin guards on. He puts these on when he's doing uh, deadlifts so he doesn't hurt his legs. These guys are really intense. Okay, so here it is. You didn't see any of that because I didn't have it going. Okay, there's Brian. There's Andy. There's the shin guards. There's me. Thank God I caught that. That would have been terribly embarrassing if I did this whole thing and then didn't even show you the video. But, okay, I caught it. <laughs> here we go. These guys are jacked. They work really, really hard. Okay. We're gonna make this. These guys make this gym. Give me the fist. Give me the fist. There's the fist. What the hell? Okay. Hold on. I just got a I just got a spinning disc of death. Let me play it again. Why does it keep getting hung up? What the fuck? Okay. That's annoying the shit out of me. Of course. Of course that's happening. I'm, I'm trying to do show you something and it's, it's so not cooperating. Just my luck. Just my luck. There's nothing that I did for a change. The video is hung up. That is so funny. <laughs> but anyway, I got it up. I got the weight up. Yes. Woohoo. Yeah. Get a picture of this. Get a screenshot. You can Photoshop it. We gotta get together. Look at that, huh? I love them apples. All right. Thank Look at Andy's haircut. Of course he lifts weights all. Andy's like 55 years old, by the way. The guy in the middle with the. He's the leader of the gang. Brian's like the quiet one. Everybody calls me the quiet one. Uh, Kate says, "Glad you got it up, Eric. Finally, after all this time. Thank you, Kate. I'm glad that you're." Uh, congratulating me about getting it up ah so it worked i got it up 205 okay so the last time i put 
more than 200 pounds up was probably 1990. So how many years is that? That's 30 years. It's take, wow. Okay. So now they're like, but here's the problem, Eric. Not only are you making gains in the strength over 200 pounds, but your body is quickly catching up at a faster pace. All right. You will also, your body will be over 200 pounds before too long. And I laughed at that. It's true. So what did I do? Okay, so I did my half-mile repeats, okay? Training for the uh, Grand Rapids half marathon against Mike Ball. That is happening again. Uh, Crushed it lifting weights. Thank you for the congratulations. And thank you for the jokes, too. I went home. It's time to eat. I want to eat. Started with an everything bagel. With I can't believe it's not butter. Uh, Then, uh, what the hell? Oh, Jackie Madison brought home B-dubs and she had some wings. And so I I cherry picked a couple of those. That was that. And then where did I go from that point? Oh, oh. The NFK's got these El Monterey breakfast burritos in the freezer. Okay. Throw that in the microwave. It's too hot. I want to eat it right then and there. It's just too hot. So while I'm waiting for that to cool, a couple of bowls of this special K. Have you tried this special K uh, yogurt and vanilla almond cereal. It's it's sugar cereal that's made to look like it's good for you. <clears throat> so only three bowls of that. At about that time, the breakfast burrito, the El Monterey breakfast burrito was cool enough and I was able to just pound that thing. Aram says... Asks, are you eating NFK uh, food post-workout? Oh, yeah. Yeah, now that food is for me. You know, now it's it's uh, it, it's so started to turn. Kyle says all cereal is bad for you, which is a shame because it's so good. Even like uh, uh, all bran or something like that. Melissa says you need to revisit your podcast the day after the last race. No, I'm not going to do that. You see, at the end of that, at the end of that, uh, during that show after the last race, I was not in the right mindset and I was, uh, I'm done. I'm never doing this again. I'm never doing this again. And I, I, I'm sure I said something along the lines of, and I know that after a period of time, I'm going to start to come back to the pack, but I've got to, I've got to resist that urge. I'm tired of being injured. Bullshit. All bullshit. You got to flush that stuff. I am in an absolutely different frame of mind now. Okay? And I've got enough time to be to be trained 20 weeks where I won't be. And I was also injured. Okay? Bear in mind, I was injured. I had that uh, problem with my uh, 
uh, I don't know what it was, my sciatic nerve, my hamstring. It was an unbelievable amount of discomfort that really slowed me down. And I, you know, I didn't want to train. So I, I failed, but I've, that's gone now. So, you know, you all, I, I want to let you know that you can all suck my asshole. If you think that I am not going to, to destroy this man, I am going to obliterate him and I'm going to do it, uh, with anger. I am going to beat the shit out of Mike ball in this race. It's going to be so ugly. I predict at least a 10-minute victory. I am not letting up. I am going, I'm going to be lean and mean, and I am going to fuck his shit up. I'll tell you that right now. Kenny says he'll drop 50 bucks on Mike Ball. Yeah, all right. It's going to be the same thing. If you dicks want to place a bet, you got to put 25 down, and then you make the bet. The bet is who will win and by how much. Melissa says, are we back to this again? Yes. That's something I talked about the other day. Uh, You were too busy uh, organizing and ignite the right rally or some shit. You must have missed that. Yes, that's happening again. Shut up. Dumbass. Ram says, I'll take Eric plus 30 minutes. PSN Bleach says, I've heard this before. Well, I'm glad you have, dick. Arena Nick says, screw the race. I want a full Mike versus Eric decathlon. Maybe one day. You never know. All you need to know is that yesterday it was a successful day of training and eating and lifting weights. Okay. And, uh, back at it again today. I'm excited. I'm super excited. All right, man. Today I've got a Patreon podcast again after this one, and I will be getting after it early again. We got a, we got Eric is busy. I've been uh, called into action to a go uh, again, go help my, my grand puppy. So, uh, that'll be happening. That means I've got, uh, to get my work done early today. So expect the Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, uh, to be happening earlier than normal, like yesterday. And, uh, we'll be getting after it. Another full podcast for you. It's, it's not nearly as long as this one, but still a podcast, 30 to 40 minutes. If you uh, like the free podcast, you will love the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and the live stream of this one brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Online at BlueFrostIT.com, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, uh, what this company does is, you know, if you are in... Uh, you have a business or whatever small or medium-sized business and you're like well okay we got to upgrade the tech all right you sit down with blue frost it and you just tell them what makes your business go and uh, after that discussion takes place uh, alan from blue frost has an idea of what you need on your tech upgrade okay 
Uh, sometimes businesses need to uh, equip their personnel with the best equipment, you know, or at least improved. You cannot be operating a business with old antiquated gear. So reach out to Blue Frost IT, 616-200-8550. Online at bluefrostit.com. After they set you up, you can switch over to the uh, managed IT service provider services that they provide. And uh, then you have a tech team ready to go in case anything happens to your equipment that is a uh, insurance policy. Otherwise, if you're starting from scratch, if you ever need any type of uh, managed work done, you you know you got to basically get on the phone and call somebody. It's much easier just to say, hey, log in and fix this. Thank you, Blue Frost IT. Comedy, full house comedy. Several venues throughout the area. If you're looking for something fun to do, check out fullhousecomedy.com. It's time to talk animal rights, I think. You know, uh, since the basketball playoffs started, the Minnesota Timberwolves are out, but when they were in, as you know, uh, that organization was protesting the death of the chickens, which that might actually happen here in, uh, here in Grand Rapids. In fact, let me, let me get to that first. Uh, Avion bird flu affected that uh, poultry plant in, uh, I think it was Iowa. And they had to kill 5.3 million birds. Well, they just had to do that here. Same thing. In a commercial flock of birds, the outbreak resulting in the death of thousands of turkeys. News 8's Whitney Bernie explains the impact it could have. A total of 35,000 birds had to be depopulated. The, the word depopulated. Oh, my God. 35,000 birds. And they and uh, I'm, I'm anxious to find out how. How did you do that? Health officials say that it's likely a wild bird made contact with one of those turkeys causing the disease to spread throughout the flock. An employee confirmed this afternoon the farm where it happened is Saitsema in Ravenna. It's now under quarantine to prevent further spread. And unfortunately, uh, we are in the northern part of the migratory flyway or pathway and birds migrate from the south to the north this time of the year and with it, sometimes come diseases. The Michigan Department of Agriculture and Rural Development says they first detected highly pathogenic avian influenza in a backyard flock back in February. They say none of the birds impacted have made it into our food supply and experts expect the loss of 35,000 birds to have minimal impact on state egg and poultry supply. We do produce annually about 5.3 million turkeys here in the state of Michigan. Uh, we also have a vibrant uh, egg producing uh, industry here in Michigan and a, uh, a chicken broiler industry in Michigan as well. So this should have minimal impact. Ernie Birchmeyer with the farm. Chicken broiler? Did he say chicken broiler industry? Isn't that, isn't that what they did to kill the 5.3 million birds in Iowa? And what I want to know from Ernie is how were the birds depopulated? Because you see these uh, vents here? They probably just shut those off 
And then, yeah, you know, the temperature rose to about 140, 150 in there. Bureau says this strain of bird flu causes flu-like symptoms in poultry and is highly contagious, so other owners in the area will need to be cautious. Well, certainly this will heighten the already uh, increased awareness that our farmers have. Uh, it looks like Ernie has never missed any turkey dinners. In the West Michigan community, West Michigan is home to a large uh, majority of poultry production in the state of Michigan. If you you notice an increased amount of dead birds around your property, you're being asked to call the Michigan Department of Agriculture and Rural Development to report it. Re there, there's Whitney Bernie, and these farmers were like, hey, there's a black person here. Reporting here in Ravenna, Whitney Bernie, News 8. When life brings questions. All right, so there's that. Then there's James Cameron, not James Cameron, James Cromwell. James Cromwell was in, uh, was in the film... Uh, babe, he was the farmer, this guy. He, uh, he's the latest guy to glue his hand to something. All right. Now you remember gluing your hand to the basketball court, the, the chick who, uh, I forgot the name of the group. I, I, I actually talked to the people from the group, uh, in an interview just to kind of find out where these people were coming from. Cause that's how I roll. The the chick glues her hands to the bat, her hand to the basketball court, and uh, then the other one like chained herself to the uh, because of five point three million chicken deaths, similar to what we just heard. Well, uh, James Cromwell shows up at a Starbucks, and he glues his hand to the counter along with this dude from PETA. They're, they're all there, and there's Starbucks and the vegan upcharge. What, what, what the hell is going on here? It must be serious business if he's going to go and uh, glue his hand to the counter. I don't know if this, this is going to get much traction because he glued his hand to the counter because he's protesting Starbucks charging you like a buck if you want to uh add a uh, vegan dairy alternative to your drink so yeah that's it he he says that if you if they upcharge it people are getting rich off of vegans and they're making money and I, so what? Who gives a shit? It's a business. That's, people can do that. He's suggesting that what they're doing by putting the vegan, uh, charging for the vegan non-dairy product is discriminatory and hurtful to animals. And, you know, I am quite sympathetic in a lot of cases when, uh, when, when people express themselves about animals animal processing and and birds being killed and and uh the dairy industry and the beef industry i i am i actually have been battling that internally um and i have considered uh you know something maybe even just trying to live a different lifestyle to some degree because of things like this but <laughs> it just seems to lay flat here for this guy, James Cromwell, when he's describing what he's doing because of that 
you know, for that reason, he'd listen to this. Okay, so as you heard him, he said, you know, in other countries around the world, there's no charge for something like this. You didn't hear any of that. Let me back up. Why? Okay, hang on. I'm fucking this shit up, of course. I'm having a horrible week with regard to... Some guy goes in and photobombs while this guy, James Cromwell, is trying to explain himself with his hand glued to the counter. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, everything costs money, right? I mean, why? I, I don't understand. I, I think that there's. I don't know. I, I I understand the message. I just don't understand why he's going after Starbucks because they're making money on a product that they that they provide. Who get what, what do you want? Is is anything for free in this world? I don't think so. I mean, would you act for free if it was to benefit animals? No, you'd want to get paid for the for your time. What, by the way, he had this this document in his pocket that he wants to read. You'd have thought he'd have had that ready. He was like rummaging around in his pocket for like 10 minutes. Starbucks COE, former CEO, Kevin Johnson, got $60 million when he retired. That amounts to 75 million tacked on fees for plant milks paid by customers to Starbucks. Okay, he's saying that because the guy retired and got a $60 million golden parachute, that he got the money directly from a non-dairy product. I don't think it works quite like that. More than 13,000 customers have asked you. Now we're asking, will you stop charging more for vegan milk? No. When will you stop raking in huge profits? We won't. We're going to keep getting those huge profits. Now get the fuck off my counter. Customers, animals, and the environment suffer. I think it, it, it's quite a reach he's making here. He's talking about this. And if, if you don't charge for this, okay, if you don't charge, then there will be less suffering to animals. Are you suggesting that someone who's as crazy as you, if they go up to the counter and, and, uh, and, and, and they're a vegan and uh, you say, yeah, I want the non-dairy milk. And they go, well, that's a dollar. Oh, well, then I'm giving up on being a vegan I now, I now want the dairy product. Nobody's going to do that. Who gives a shit? The senseless upcharge hurts animals. Cows on dairy farms are forced. Okay, now he's going down the road of uh, this is what happens to cows at dairy farms. And this is true. And this is the part that I hate. Now, 
I don't think necessarily that because of what's going on at a dairy farm, um, Starbucks can't upcharge for non-dairy products. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. And nor do I think that that is a practice that they should stop. They can run their business the way they want to. But this guy thinks that if there's no charge for non-dairy options, it will help. It will reduce the, um, production of dairy products for Starbucks, which will, they're trying to, you know, get rid of this, but that would, that's never going to happen. Okay. People are, I mean, it's not like, uh, them Starbucks making money is somehow affecting how much milk is going to go out into the world from actual dairy farms. See what I'm saying? I hate this part. These mothers must endure the loss of a child over and over again. All right, so he's referring to the cow as a child, so he's crazy. There's no question. But I, he actually, when he explains that scenario about the mother cow being upset, that breaks my heart. That, I hate that. Now, I don't care that Starbucks is charging more for non-dairy. Who gives a fuck? But I do, that does bother me. I'm not going to lie to you. That does bother me when I hear about an animal crying for the calf. Shit, I can't even listen to any more of that. It actually really bothers me. I, I am not going to lie. Maureen says they mourn the loss of their child. That is true. Uh... Jason says, I wish someone would have broke his already crooked, crooked, he writes break. I think he means beak, but, oh, yeah, I, I, I have, I have great sympathy for the cow based on what this guy said. Jason says the mother and the calf are later reunited in the grinder. Oh. Yeah, I cannot. I I am not capable of. Oh boy. I I struggle. I I'm at a. James uh, Cromwell has been successful in getting into my brain. He is renting space in my head right now. Nick says I used to work in a dairy. I've had to do this. Rip many calf away from the mother. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I think I would hang myself. You know? Brady fan 1989 says they're animals. They were put here for us to eat. <laughs> God, I, I think I need, I think what I need to do. I think I need to try being a vegan for like a day or a week or a certain period of time. Melissa says the ROTC recruiter in high school was right about you. She is referring to when he called me a major pussy. You know, 
Are you serious? I'm sympathetic. I feel bad. You know? 30-day vegan challenge, Kate says. Are any of you vegans? I actually know a vegan. Michelle McCormick from the now known as WLAV Morning Show is a vegan. Kyle says, yeah, try a meatless burger, then realize how bad they taste and how bad they are for you. Yeah, I'm not referring to uh, products like that. I'm referring to like real food, not like processed uh, vegetarian and vegan options. Um, I think there's a real learning curve to that. You know, that you have to, uh, well, you got to learn to prepare food a different way. And you're dependent on all these different sources of food to get your protein and things like that. I love to eat meat. We just had the shish kebab uh, yesterday. I, I honestly think that by the time this podcast gets done, this little uh, uh, sympathetic moment by your old pal Eric Zane will be gone because I still have marinated chicken, steak, and shrimp in the fridge from the shish kebab adventure that we had shish kebab bar on Sunday. But, but, know this. I'm not really going to try this whole vegan thing. I, it's, it's fun to talk about, but there's no way. But I'm not going to lie to you. When he describes mama cow for baby, it kind of breaks my heart to a point that I think I should possibly think about this. They suffer no less than human mothers would. Page there. The gentle giants. They form close bonds with their and lifelong friendships. They demonstrate empathy for one another, even shed tears. They go to extraordinary lengths to save their babies and to fight for their own lives. But when their milk production wanes, they're killed. If you drink milk, you're subsidizing the field industry. While female calves are slaughtered and kept alive to produce milk, Thanks, Nick. That's you, you asshole. And chain in tiny skulls for three to 18 weeks. All right, I can't take anymore. That's it. That's it. Lisa says, James Cromwell's voice sounds like Trump's. Start with one meatless day a week. See how it goes. All right. I'll try that. As soon as I get rid of all the shish kebab meat in the fridge. If we didn't eat animals, they would overrun us. I say continue the slaughter. Gilbert Grape's mama screaming out for her Arnie. Now, I've never seen that film, but I'm guessing that that's a pretty excellent reference. Boomer Bob suggests that James Cromwell is probably pro-choice. 
Kenny says Eric is now lying to us. He's not going to try this. Ha ha. I might. I might. I'm not lying to you. I, I don't lie to you. I might joke with you, but I don't lie to you. Tyler says I was on a plant-based diet for a few months for cr cholesterol purposes. It wasn't as hard as I thought, and I lost 12 pounds really quick. Hmm. All right. So if I did try this after I ate all the shish kebab meat, you know, I pr I'll probably lose weight. And as you know, I'm 30 more than I should be. And, and this would help in training in my eventual destruction of Mike Ball that is going to take place. You know, we're, every, every pound is another minute. Kenny says you'll go meatless when we have Zoom trivia. He's suggesting that I won't do this. Kyle says he's going to try it today. He can make it till 2 p.m. When, when he has his turkey wrap. God, you're not kidding, man. Really fantastic. Yeah, I think, it's, I think that that's what these animal rights activists are looking for, though. They're looking for someone like me, who's a stooge, who is easily swayed. You all know this. I am easily swayed. Uh, you know, when we had the animal rights activists on who were gluing their hands to the basketball court. And then this, I, it keeps getting in my brain. I may turn into an animal rights activist before too long. Where I'm gluing my hand on, you know, a counter of a Starbucks or uh, a door handle or something. But knowing me, that would be the day that the cops decide that they've lost their patience and they're just going to kick me in the head like the way I kicked the door in behind me. Ugh. Uh, Nick says, we're back to you beating Mike Ball and you can't even beat yourself. I'm not even sure what you mean by that. Nick says, freeze your hand to the ice at Van Andel Arena. Yeah, because they serve hot dogs, you know? Eric would do it wrong, glue his hand to a cow and get trampled. All right. I'm guessing that if I did go through with this and started to get all preachy with you dumbasses, that that would be the end of the show. Maureen says you can be an activist without being extreme. Yeah, that's true. I think Maureen might be a vegan. Are you a vegan? More? How many vegans do we have in the audience? I'm guessing zero. Host a vegan rally today during the huge show live from Brand Steakhouse. Yeah, if I were to ever be successful being a vegan, I don't know if I'd tell. I don't know if I if I'd go down the activist road. You know, I'm not. I don't. I would never want to be in the business of uh of of i you know i probably should i mean i i feel i i'm really torn i feel the sympathy for those cows fuck be a vegan and don't go to bosco's but go to bosco's to support the show you're right that really puts a damper on things 
I don't think I'm going to do it. <laughs> but God, do I hate that. Nice job, James Cromwell. I'm kind of with you. Some guy uh, for a soccer team got uh, fired or demoted. French soccer team. He got demoted for doing this. Devil Fart Mike is back. <laughs> Devil Fart Mike is back. Uh, what's the guy's name? Being a professional soccer player can be fantastic, but the French team, Lyon, disciplined one of its defenders because of it. Because of farting. Last August, Lyon demoted Marcelo, a 34-year-old defender from Brazil who goes only by his first name. By the way, lots of fans of Devil Fart Mike. Maureen says, how can you put that mic on your mouth after that? It's not, my, my mouth is not on the mic. It's near the mic. Okay, and besides, it's my own. It's my own cooking. Everybody loves the smell of their own farts and queefs. That's true. So don't act like you don't love that. When you fart, you're doing the scoop and feed to yourself. All right? And you ladies, I know you like the smell of your queefs too. These are all things that I'm going to talk about on the huge show today. Marcelo. Um, he's been demoted. ESPN reported that uh, Marcelo was caught laughing during the team captain's post-game speech after the team lost. And and the the coach or the the coach and the other players are like, hey, what the fuck you laughing for? However, it has uh, since emerged that team officials had another issue with Marcelo. He kept farting around his teammates and laughing in front of them. So they lost. Leon lost to another team, and then uh, during the post game bitch session or whatever. He must have let one go and was laughing because everybody was grossed out and they, they, they like caught him laughing. So then they realized he had farted again and was laughing about it. So they, they fired him. Although Marcelo was considered a team leader and had signed a new contract with Lyon before the season started, the club was ripe for change and demoted him to the reserves. His contract was then terminated after being dropped by Leon, Marcelo signed with another team. Uh, sadly, that team currently stinks worse than Leon's locker room, losing eight of the ten games Marcelo has played. So the guy was farted or fired because he was farting. Is there anything worse 
then when you do that and you're trying to do it quietly and someone catches the fart or hears the fart, by the way, in the Johnny Depp trial, that was a fake video. Everybody sent it to me saying, oh my God, this person farted in the Johnny Depp trial. That was, that was all fake. When you fart in a place where you're trying to be quiet, like school or church. Ugh. There was one time I uh, was on the treadmill at the aforementioned Y doing my little run workout, running like I've got a stick up my ass. And it was horrible odor. Horrible odor. And um, there was a woman next to me who was training. And I was so concerned that she was getting what I was laying down. I actually did this. This is a true story. I wanted to get her attention to apologize. And I did. I actually got her attention and said, hey, I'm really sorry. I, I have some gas issues. And I, to this day, I can't believe that I did that. Why didn't I just, when I got done with the workout, just leave? You'd never see her again for the rest of your life. But I, she was on the treadmill working hard. And I got her attention to apologize. And I actually went, went and said the words, ma'am, I'm really sorry. Uh, and she didn't even smell it. She was like, what? She was confused. And I was convinced. I mean, they were bad. And I was convinced that she was getting my gas. Okay. So she thought I was a lunatic. And then to make matters worse, when I leaned over, I was actually off of my treadmill in between our treadmills. I, I hit the uh, plug that goes into the core, into the, the, like the cord going into the, that provides power into the, into the thing. It's a plug on the floor where you put it. And I had bumped it and it came unplugged. So I'm telling her about my fart as her treadmill's slowing down and she's confused why her treadmill's slowing down. And so I ruined everything. I'm awkwardly telling her, apologizing for my fart, which she didn't smell and acting like a maniac. And then I unplugged this crazy, this lady's treadmill and fucked up her whole workout. And I was like, this is so terrible. This uh, here I am talking about a fart that you didn't smell. I've, I've ruined your workout. And, and you think I'm a look cause who in the right mind, most people would just fart and just leave. Right. You know, but no one ever farts and goes, excuse me. Uh, I noticed you've been smelling my fart, but, uh, I just wanted to apologize to you about my fart because they were so bad that actually happened. I think I've told that story once or twice before, but, uh, some of the things I do, what a strange little fucking ghoul I am. Oh God. Adam says, Adam says that's the worst pickup line ever. Jason says, Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I just went vegan. You should have blamed it on her. That fart got to me. That's what a, what a legendary quote that is. Uh, Adam is in fact, he does have COVID. Adam the Odd in beautiful Houghton Lake. He uh, took a test, I guess, and it came back positive. So I hope you're feeling better. In fact, it's time. Adam, I'm going to bring you in again. I got to hear your voice. I want to talk to you. I want you to tell us what it's like. 
what you're experiencing. Not every, you know, as you make your way through this. Good morning, Eric. Hey, buddy, you sound okay. Uh, you know, I've been blessed to not have any of the upper respiratory or head issues with this. Have you had any of those? Fa- oh, shit. Hold on a second. Yeah, no, it's all right. It's all right. Probably clicked over to you know what. You know, it happens. I'm used to that. It's okay. Are you still there? Yeah, man, I am. I am, Adam. So I, I know this, you know, there's, uh, I don't know, this This might be like a personal question, but uh, there's these newfangled shots. Can you still hear the echo? No, no, it sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. God, I was trapped in a pizza loop there for a second. No, it sounds good. Are the, there's these newfangled shots that some people call vaccines. Do you have any of those in your system? I do, sir. Okay, that's fantastic news. Thank God. So you're experiencing like aches and pains? Yeah, yeah. I had uh, horrendous body pains and a really nasty headache, uh, like sinus, you know, Um and today, my head still hurts a little bit, and my body hurts a little bit, but I was able to get probably six hours of sleep last night, so that was nice. Okay. And they're bringing your food to the door, the, the whole thing? Uh, I haven't had much of an appetite. I ate very little last two days, uh, just mostly drinking water, electrolytes. So is this the type of test, like a, like a home test, or did you go do a... Uh... Like a, like no, a it's a it's a home test, and I schedule. I have an appointment today at three o'clock at Walgreens to get one of the fancier tests. Oh man! Okay, well now you see now you're going to have some super immunity. That's for, right. For at least a while, I can burn my mask. You can burn your mask, and then uh, eventually, <laughs> you know, because this is. I think this is here to stay. I think we're gonna. I think we're all gonna have it at one point, and then have it again, and have it again. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's new. I think that we just put a name on something that's been around for a really long time. Wow, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Haven't heard of that one, but maybe. <laughs> maybe, sir. All right. Well I, I, I appreciate you checking in on me, Eric. All right, buddy. Congratulations on breaking your, yes. your record. But I wanted to ask you, how's your testicle? I had a really weird testicle pain as an onset symptom of COVID. I had to look it up and they said it's a really unusual symptom. But my nuts hurt bad for two days and it made me think of after you got donated your kidney uh your nut was hurting for a long time did that ever get better no i still experience discomfort not as bad it's uh, taken a long time for it to leave but uh it it's still there damn 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 yeah well, i hope it goes away yeah it'll take some time all right thank you man all right buddy yeah, talk to you later. the old spermatic cord was tugged We're five days removed from the surgery, and Doc says, I go, yeah, man, my, my left ball hurts. And he's like, ah, yeah, I, I, I tug on the spermatic cord. I go, what the fuck is a spermatic cord? Yeah, it's, uh, I guess um, all those particular things that uh, move your jizz are surrounded by like a conduit. You know, like when you uh, see like fiber optics, a cross section of fiber optics, you know, you got all those little wires that go through and then the one thing goes around it to like protect it. That's like your spermatic cord. There's all sorts of uh, vessels in there. And uh, 
when he's sewing me up, he says he like tugs on the spermatic cord. I'm like, you mean like you put your foot on the table and you're, and you're tugging on the thing? He goes, well, I put a lot of pressure on it, Eric. So I'm like, okay. All right. Well, when's it going to get better? Should be a little bit. Uh, no time at all. You'll be good as new. It's, uh, it just feels a little bit like, like if I bump it, I, I know it's there. Like I can, you know, like, uh, the, I, when you were, uh, like if you were to flick your nut, like you would do that. I don't know if you, when you were a kid, you do like sack tap or something like that. It feels like that. If I bump it a little bit intense. Thank you, Adam. All right. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Now, um, whether you're a 10th time mortgage person, there's got to be a better term for that, or first time uh, home buyer. Boy, I'm struggling. Think about Mario. Great credit, not so great credit. Doesn't matter. No matter where you are in the U.S., uh, avoid Kyle Ryan and call upon the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231 332 6505. Thank you to Mario for being part of the show and supporting the show financially. You know, Mario, he never like was a listener of the show and then would just show up here and promote his business like without paying for it. There's only one mortgage person who would have the nerve to do that, and that would be Kyle. Kyle Ryan. I mean, what a what a what a horrible that's like stealing from me. That that's what he's doing. He's committing theft. And um, you know, I don't think that that's fair. I work very hard for the sponsors of this show and for you all. And I and I love doing it. But Kyle Ryan is trying to beat the system with and and uh, you know, as Gene Simmons once said, no free rides. There's no free rides. If somebody walks into the mortgage place, Kyle, and says, hey, I want a mortgage, but I I want you to give it to me for free. I want you to give me your services for free. What are you going to do? You're going to laugh that guy out of there. You're going to punch him with your gay fist right in the face. And then that's that. That's a, that's a crock of shit. Okay, so if you want a ninety-nine percent interest mortgage rate with uh, on your home, go to Kyle Ryan. If you want to be treated fairly and appropriately, call upon the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage two three one three three two sixty five zero five. Okay, always excited to talk about A and E heating and cooling. Okay, so, you know, you pay one fee a year, and then twice a year, he shows up at your house. Wants to tune up the AC. Wants to tune up the furnace system. Uh, And that's awesome. I'm telling you, man, our setup here is just spitting out the ice cubes after another amazing tune-up from A&E Heating and Cooling, and you have to do this. So, you know, you've got the air on today here in West Michigan. Uh, but some of you may have it on without getting that thing tuned up first. So you will notice a difference in efficiency uh, once he does do that. And, you know, frankly, you should have him look at it every single year. He cleans the parts that are necessary to be cleaned. 
if you've gone for years without this, that you, you absolutely, this is important. Okay. You, with that preventative maintenance, you are avoiding a potential midsummer meltdown and you just don't want that. A and E heating and cooling 616-516-8579. Okay. Talk about Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV 616-532-6600. Get your vehicles serviced there in West Michigan, a trusted place to get your cars repaired. Foreign and domestic, the only thing that they don't want to touch is a Volkswagen. Other than that, reach out. Hybrids, EVs, they have the uh, technical expertise. All of the dealerships in town that have to work on hybrids or EVs, you know, they can take care of basic things. But then all of a sudden it's like, uh, let's call Irvine's. And they're sending work there because they don't have the technical expertise. The techs at Irvine's are constantly uh, going through extensive uh, uh, learning to improve their skill set as the technology changes. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, number one in West Michigan, 616-532-6600. Hold that thought because I want to, I got to take a quick break and go tinkle. But we must get into this story about John Bon Jovi. Oh boy, he is, things are not good for John Bon Jovi. Did I say Joby? John Bon Jovi. Lisa Kay, who is a whore, wrote, way to bring attention to a competitor. Kyle Ryan, what's your number? Okay, well, I need to mute you for that. You are getting a timeout. You've been asking for it, okay? Um, you need to be quiet like your husband is in all social situations. This is my impression. This is Lisa's husband at Bosco's. Hey, Eric, how are you? Fine. How's things going? Great. Uh, you got a bunch of beautiful women talking over here. Do you want to join us in conversation? No. Why are you here? I don't know. She's like, I wish I wasn't on timeout so that I could defend myself, but there's no defending that. It's it's terribly off-putting. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. We'll be back. All right. Lisa, I hope it's going good over there for you. No free rides. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's see. There's a reference to when John Bon Jovi had that piece of audio. It says, hey, everybody, this is John Bon Jovi. Hey, Eric Zane, shut the fuck up. I think that was, uh, it was back when we worked in New Jersey. <clears throat> good times, good times. Well, his voice is fucked. Let's check this out. This is um, cell phone, video, and audio. 
He just started the first leg of a tour, and it's gone. It's going terribly. Okay, getting ready for the big moment. So it's hard to tell what's going on early. He's got some background singers and singers and he's uh it's it's not the best audio, but stay stick with me here. like shit he looks like the the mom from the brady bunch with that haircut it's got like a karen haircut going on wow it, not only is 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 he horribly out of key he he's singing it like he has advanced dementia No, because right now we're all hearing the original and it's not even close. It's it's I could do better. I, I could do better than John Bon Jovi. Someone had made the comment. Um, I've always wanted to sing like John Bon Jovi and I finally can. Oh, God.
This is horrible. Shit, that is, that is, that is painful. Uh, Maureen writes, as these guys age, they cannot hit the higher notes. I saw it the other night with Van Morrison. He didn't do a lot of his greatest hits, we think, because he cannot hit the notes anymore. He's 76 years old. It was a little disappointing. J.D. Babe, 2001, says almost as bad as Vince Neal from Motley Crue. At least Vince got off stage. At least Vince went, hey, uh, I realize I suck dick. So uh, see you later. <laughs> so I, uh, no, um, Dennis says you should hear Don Dawkins sing now. Makes John Bon Jovi sound like he's in his prime. Boomer Bob says it sounds like he brought up a handicapped kid from the audience for Make-A-Wish. Uh, 76 years old. That's uh, uh, Van Morrison is 76. Bon Jovi is only 60. He shouldn't sing that poorly. Something is wrong. And so there's uh, some discussion about that. Uh about uh, what is up with uh, John Bon Jovi. And I was uh, seeing a story that some are suggesting he has some type of uh, illness or uh, may have had something to do with COVID. So I guess it remains to be seen. I'm getting uh, various uh, suggestions about busting out some Eric Zane Show podcast karaoke. Uh, Now, I've never sang that song, and it sounds like it would hurt my throat. Um... What is it called? You Give Love a Bad Name? Is that the title of the song? You Give Love a... Yeah. Bad Name Karaoke. Again, if it mutes, you know what happened. You Give Love a Bad Name Karaoke version. I don't know the words to this song. Can I do this better than John Bon Jovi? So you've already heard how he sings it. How can I sing it? Uh, You give love a bad name lyrics. Okay. No warm up. Nothing. It's going to be an ad. This is going down. This is getting real right now. Hold on a minute here. Skip ads. Okay, wait. Check, check, check. No, we can't do that. Shot to the heart in your two-bane talent. You give love a bad name. No, I won't. Check, check. Check. That's a uh, delay left-right flange. Check. 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 Check, 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 check. Hello, 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 hello. Ba, 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 ba. Might be too much. There's a party in my tummy. What the? Was that Yo Gabba Gabba? Shot to the heart, and you're to blame. You give love a bad name. 
Okay, so the rest of the song is the same chorus. And if I continue to do that, I am going to blow out my vocal. You can already hear it. What's the one? Wanted, dead, or alive? Wanted, dead, or alive? Oh, it's already painful. This person writes, why did you stop? I was so close to coming. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Let's see here. Wanted, dead, or alive lyrics. Many people don't know this, but if you qualify for this new offer through uh-huh. Pink Energy, you could get paid over $2,500 to install American-made solar panels. Wasn't this in Young Guns? You guys remember the movie? What the?
different, but they sure do come. I hope they're coming for me. And I don't know how to do it, but they sure do it good. I hope they're doing it for free. They give me cat's rats fever. Cat's rats fever. Well, the first time that I got it, I was just 10 years old. I got it from some kitty next door. Well, I went to see the doctor and he gave me the cure. I think I got it some more. He gave me cat scratch fever. Cat scratch fever. I got a bad scratch fever. Great fun. Let's hear American Campfire. Everybody loves the American Campfire. Stick to your Michigan artists. Leave New Jersey artists alone. Um, yeah, Zane, bust out Pantera. I don't know any Pantera songs. What am I, an animal? You know, I mean, it's got its place. Occasionally, you'll hear it on the Insane Asylum. Uh, trivia question for Eric Zane. What was on the B-side of Cat Scratch Fever? I still have mine. I bought it when I was sick. Sick. Six. Sick. Uh, my guess is Wango Tango. That's a guess. Now, I don't think it's on the same album. Just what the doctor order, ordered? Uh, Motor City Madhouse. Help me out here. Hmm. All right. 
Wang dang sweet poon tang. Oh my god, of course. This one's dedicated to all that Nashville pussy. This one is a little love song called Wang Dang Sweet Poot Dang. <laughs> All right. So Bon Jovi's fucked up. SarahHondaGranville.com. Thank you so much to them. SarahHondaGranville.com. Get a car. S-E-R-R-A. HondaGranville.com. New cars. Certified pre-owned. Used cars. Uh, new cars. It's a little bit of a navigation. You basically have to say, this is what I want. When does it get here? A few weeks. We'll take it off the truck, prep it. You take it home. That's how it works. Or you can get lucky like I did and said, hey, uh, Cameron, what hybrid you got on a lot? We got an Accord. I'll take it. It's going to, it's going to, well, he said, you got to make a decision. It's going to be gone by the end of the day. Do you want it? Yes or no? I'll take it. That does happen. But, uh, you know, we have uh, demand issues. I did that. Uh, SarahHondaGranville.com. S-E-R-R-A. HondaGranville.com. Thank you so much to them for being a longtime sponsor of this show. Thank you. BuyInsuranceHere.com with Frank the Tank Fuss. 616-914-4070. 616-914-4070. You can get insurance. Okay, if you are unemployed, if you work uh, like on your own, maybe you're maybe you work under the table and they pay you under the table at wherever it is you work, but you don't have an insurance. You don't have insurance. Um, well, you need insurance. This is what I'm gonna. I'm going out of my. I'm trying to make sure that Stu talks to this guy because I think Stu is in the boat of well, I I just can't and isn't looking into it. You need to look into it. And what I mean by that is. Uh, uh, bend the ear of one Frank Fuss. Frank is the licensed independent insurance agent slash broker who uh, puts people inside of these policies. Obamacare. This is healthcare.gov. <clears throat> and um, just not everybody's up to speed as to how it works. Okay. The government, because of liberal spending, which a lot of you Republicans hate, um, pays for a good portion of the premium the premium for a good insurance policy is you know 12 1300 bucks a month okay it can even be more than that so you with your family or maybe you're alone you can't afford that what the government does is they make you pay a bit of that some of it the first year that i was on my own i paid 100 bucks a month for my health care it wasn't a great policy. It had a large out-of-pocket expense. And then I talked to Frank Fuss, and he goes, yeah, you kind of fucked that up, but at least you had insurance in case there was a catastrophe. But I can get you into a much, much better policy. And so um, that's what Frank does. He makes sure that all the boxes are checked. So do that, okay? Just send him a note. Uh, text him or call him, 616-914-4070, and spend a little time. And find out how you can get your insurance. You can also go to buyinsurancehere.com and uh, fill out the form. If you want, if you want, reach out to me and I will introduce you to him. I've done that. Some of you folks, you're like, uh, I, I, you're the horse and I got to lead you to the water. And then you're going to drink, but I will do the icebreaker for you. Okay. 
Uh, Berlin Raceway, back to racing uh, Saturday, 4 p.m. start. We've got two more weekends of 4 p.m. racing. And then it's going to go for the rest of the summer starting at 6.30. But uh, so 4 p.m. this weekend. Buy your tickets online at berlinraceway.com. A family of five can get into the races for 24 bucks. Okay? So you got mom and dad. Their tickets are $12. They got three kids under 15. They're all in free. Okay? You're like, yeah, but where do they get you? They probably get you on the beer. If you go to Van Andel Arena and get a beer, you're going to pay 12 bucks. At Berlin Raceway, they're five bucks. And they're big, tall cans, you know? Berlinraceway.com. The most affordable uh, family fun you can have. If, so if you're looking for something to do, gather up your tribe and go to Marne to Berlin Raceway. The 716th mile track, loud, fun, awesome. BerlinRaceway.com. I'm going to make a post today on uh, social media for tickets. But I want you to buy tickets. BerlinRaceway.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have an asshole of the day. We need an asshole of the day. Who is the asshole of the day? Okay. Nominations. Uh, Chris from GR says, wrong. It's $15 for a beer at Van Andel during concerts. What? Um, there have been no increases in prices for hot dogs, Gatorade, water, candy, beer, or mixed drinks, or the cost of the admission at the track since for years, it's just been the same. Uh, Lisa K that, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why do you, is it your goal to get banned? Are you? Do we have to ban you? Okay, I think we. She is again trying to drum up business freebies for people. Uh, so Lisa K N. All right, there you go. You you've earned that. Congrats. The asshole of the day is Lisa Kay and her mute husband. That is your asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Thanks, hag. Jesus Christ. What the fuck is wrong with you? All right. There you go. Hope you enjoyed the show. I know I did. I always have been enjoying the show with you guys. You are awesome. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll talk to you down the road. Till next time. Bye-bye.